0: Welcome to the Beretta Brothers.
1: We're a podcast and a vodcast. You can listen or watch the episode.
0: Just go to the BerettaBrothers.com. That's B-A-R-R-E-T-T-A-Brothers.com. Please subscribe, rate us. And we'd love to hear your comments. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're uh, doing a show. We haven't done one in a while.
1: Yeah, it's been since Halloween, right?
0: Is it no? We did yeah. one
1: for Christmas, we did.
0: Everybody saying hello. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Thanks for coming
1: out to watch this show. You uh, know, uh, Nick Kramer, Bratton and Hugo were on two hours ago. Oh That's yeah, dedicated fans. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. I say a quick, uh, happy twentieth birthday today to our friend Caitlin Appel. Oh, happy birthday! Happy birthday, Caitlin.
2: Happy birthday. And
1: can I point out to everybody who's watching that we have. A, producers guild of America award winner. <laughs> Woo!
0: Woo! Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Thank you, yes, thank you so much. Thank you, Gene. Thank you. Wait, we can't see you. What? We can't see you.
1: <laughs>
0: now we can. It's over. Oh. <laughs> I just looked down. I noticed
1: you were doing that. Oh, hooray! Thank you very much. Thank you yay yay hey, congratulations billy and tall you want to mention some of the other people involved all our
0: other producers yes kelly younger lee Slaughter, the muppet studios michael steinbach uh the folks at over at soapbox uh and, every andrew williams uh yes everybody involved everybody should get one of these congratulations it takes a village to produce <laughs> one of these uh muppet projects so uh You know, we just have happen to have a title, but uh, it's a group, certainly a a group collaboration, which brings us to our new and latest
1: Mm -hmm. uh,
0: amazing collaboration, new fun show that's coming. People are excited. Uh, I'm excited. It's been a long time coming, and we have some special guests, and so we probably shouldn't wait, right? Do we have to do anything else?
1: Let's bring them on.
0: Pick your nose, nothing. Okay. Well, it all over my food. All right, let's start. Oh, actually, you know what? I just want to say I should just say this. So, um, unfortunately, uh, we advertised that we would have some of our other writer guests on, hopefully, and just unfortunately, that that didn't work out. But we'll we'll mention them, I'm sure. But uh, the other writers in the room that are part of this show: uh, Julie Bean, Hannah Friedman, Crystal Shaw, Hans Rodinoff, Gabriel Rodriguez. Uh, And and Danielle moransky does she go by Danielle or just Donnie? I don't know. Uh, We call her Donnie. Uh, She might still show up, actually, though, Gene. We'll see. That might still be possible. Uh, But we'll talk about them uh, later, uh, I'm sure. And also, um, just want to mention out there to everybody that, you know, we can't talk about very specific details uh, about the show. So if you have questions that are more specific than maybe... What's already been out there in the press. What's the show called? What's the show called? Um, Is it going to be on Disney Plus somewhere? This is uh, the
1: Muppets, right?
0: Yeah, is it Muppets related? Um, So unfortunately, we can't get into great detail, but um, let's just get on with it. Shall we?
1: Yeah, why don't you do the intros? Okay,
0: I'll start. Um, Our first two guests are co-creators of this show. Um, The first one is, I'm sure you've heard of, um, Adam Goldberg. Adam, I'm just going to read what I have. Uh, Let's see. Adam is an American television and film producer and writer. Best known, of course, for the huge hit show, The Goldbergs. His films, Fanboys, The Jetsons, a 2007 remake of Revenge of the Nerds. And last but not least, The Muppets Wizard of Oz was another one of his fine endeavors. And now, his latest. The Muppets Mayhem, here he is, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Adam Goldberg. (laughs) Oh, look at his Hello. Oh, did we catch you? uh...
3: Oh, I was just here being very, uh, listening to my credits, uh, most (laughs) of which are not produced. Uh, Revenge (laughs) of the Nerds remake, the Jetsons, maybe one day. But uh, this one's happening, so that's good. Happy about that.
0: There were so many, uh, you know, I was trying to keep oh, it tight. So many. Figured, you know, it's I just so figured I keep it tight. You
3: didn't um, uh, mention TV's Imaginary Mary, the short-lived Imaginary Mary. Oh, I'm sorry and about that. Spin off spinoff Schools. <laughs> <Well done. laughs> but still, this is alive.
0: Should I mention the spinoff uh, of the Goldbergs? I probably should have mentioned that, Schools. Yeah, it,
3: it, was, it was there for a little bit, you yeah, know. Pandemic yeah, yeah. Uh, did a number on that one. But it's um, it's. all it's, I, I departed all of that for this. And you uh, did,
0: you yeah. did. And wait, before we go any further, let's just bring on your, our, our partner in crime, I should say, but mm-hmm. uh, Jeff Yorks and uh, Jeff is a golden trailer winning editor, writer and former Emmy holder, having held an Emmy once. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's probably one tough. of yours. I'm assuming. <laughs> uh, as an editor, Jeff has worked for such studios as Disney, Sony, legendary MRC, stupid buddy, uh, and um, he and more. His trailers have helped sell the original pitches for the Goldbergs, uh, mm-hmm. Cobra Kai, Krampus, among many others. Uh, during his college years, Jeff interned at the Jim Henson Productions in New York City, where he may or may not have taken stationery with the company's letterhead on it. <laughs> but here he is.
3: Very
1: him,
0: <laughs> Mr. Jeff Yorks.
1: <laughs> hey.
0: A spoiler alert.
1: I did. <laughs> Welcome, Hi, guys. Fellas. Welcome. Yeah, What Hi did Jackson. you do as an intern at Henson?
4: I was in the studio. Um, so uh, most of the time I was on the second floor making dubs, uh, just copies of tapes of like, for whatever reason, maybe it was just busy work for me. So, like mm-hmm. give the kids something to do. I would just have to put together a collection of like the gr- best episodes of The Muppet Show for People who are asking about them, uh, mm-hmm. so I'd be like, "Okay, well, that's Steve Martin episode and a, a John Cleese episode." I, I remember like that, that area,
0: remember. that dubbing area. Yeah, it was like when this. We would do shoots corner. downstairs.
4: Yep.
3: But only Jeff gets uh, gets a job, an internship, where he, it's only to watch the Muppets. That's yeah. that says everything about <laughs> <world>. you.
4: <Yeah>, totally. <laughs> um, but yeah, then there was a, it was during the time they were doing the Wubbulous World of Doctor Seuss. So my oh. favorite. My favorite story is that when it was premiering, they were going to have this big lunch and celebrate. And they're like, yeah, we need one intern to watch The Office while we're gone. Uh, oh. And so they were all gone. And I was just like, well, I have, it's like Home Alone. I have the run of the studio. <laughs> <laughs> and I just went downstairs.
0: And I try on puppets. And like, oh, wow. You know, more wow. stationary. <laughs> that was one of the few things that I shot there. Was Really? That, yeah. I didn't shoot a lot of stuff in that studio because I tended to be out here you know, right. in LA. So that was the Dr. Seuss project was one of the few things I shot and, that's, and you were there then.
4: Yeah, it's crazy to think our paths may have already crossed.
0: Yeah, we probably saw each other, I'm right. sure. Oh, okay. Can, can yeah. that kid go back upstairs to Dub? <laughs> yeah, what is he doing out of the Dub room? <laughs> um, but you guys met, you guys went to school together, right?
3: We yeah. met in college and we we bonded over the Muppets. That oh, wow. was, I, did, I had never met anyone Else, who was an adult, I mean, look, this was 1995. So there's no internet. You can't find anyone who likes anything you like. If anything, (laughs) being an adult Muppet fan in high school was something that I wasn't walking around saying, although I made many Muppet movies as a high schooler and everything. Home movies, yeah. Um, Home movies. Uh, And then I think I was sitting next to Jeff and he's just doodling Muppets. Wow. And I'm like, hey, you like Muppets? Um and every project (laughs) Jeff did was Muppet related and that's how we initially bonded. So
0: and that was where where would you
3: um that was at NYU?
1: Oh like Gene. Gene went to NYU. Oh nice. That's how
0: I know you.
3: Were
1: you in the film school? I guess we were.
3: We were right at the time when there wasn't anything digital or avid, so it was completely a waste. It was was right one year later, we would have
1: learned things we could have applied. Yeah, right.
4: learning the f- film techniques of tomorrow on the equipment of yesterday.
1: <laughs> I, I'm a little older than you, so I graduated in the mid '80s. Let's be was- clear: you're a lot older than me am. Am, am. I? Okay. <laughs> we, did, we had
4: friends in common who were like, "Be on the lookout for each other," and all of a sudden, we found each other. I think even yeah. back
1: yeah. then, it was
0: just called
4: NY.
1: There and wasn't was you. U. <laughs> or, yeah. Just N-Y-Y-Y. to give you an idea,
0: Gene, I'm I'm the old guy in the writers' room.
1: Okay and I feel really old. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but
3: Jeff and I are next oldest. Yes, right. And then it, it, it goes down to uh, points where when most of like what we talk about is completely lost on a lot of the younger <laughs> <race>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's right. helpful because, you know, Disney Plus definitely, um, you know, doesn't want to hear our references to Spaceballs. They, they want, uh, right. you know, they want a lot of the the young demographic as well. Right.
0: Cooler, <laughs> so so you guys went to NYU, but then but you're each from uh, uh oh Jeff, where are you? No, I'm here? I'm from Philly. I'm right. from Jamestown. We grew up in the Bucks area. Yep, right? Yep. Yeah.
4: Um, Oh, that's the other place our paths may have crossed, Bill, because you worked at Sesame Place, and I went to Sesame
0: Place a lot. (laughs) Oh, I may have been helping you out of the ball (laughs) room. Crying (laughs) up your cigarette (laughs) I was the
3: kid who pooped in the ball pit that you had to clean up. That
0: That was me. You smell familiar. Uh,
3: And
4: I'm from Long
0: Island. Oh, yeah,
3: Yeah. Yeah. No, we honestly, we really bonded over, like, Muppets. Like, um, you know, Jeff, like, his high school yearbook quote is Jim Henson. So, like, Jeff was really a diehard encyclopedia. And I'd never met anyone like that who was like, Jeff introduced me to Muppet stuff I'd never even heard of. Like, I remember I discovered Dog City through Jeff. Oh, wow. Um, uh, Like, and, you know, I I strictly was Muppet Show and the movies. And Jeff, you know, and, you know, there's Labyrinth and Dark Crystal, but like, Jeff knows. Everything. everything and everything.
0: An I know. He's amazing. Yeah. Like
3: many yeah. of the people probably on this chat, it's totally. it's it's in his DNA. And when I had the opportunity when I was in my early 20s to do the Muppet, you know, work on the Muppet Wizard of Oz,
0: that's when... Um, this is Jesse Oliver. He's a longtime friend of the Muppets. Uh, but now, now you know you're in good company.
3: That's I love that. Um, uh, when I was working on Muppet Wizard of Oz, that's when Jeff started pitching me. He's like, you have an in and would just like once a week for probably 15 years be like, how about this show, Pigs in Space? You know, like he would just constantly. <laughs> and then once Jeff, probably a decade ago, maybe even, or eight years ago was like mayhem. That was the first time I was like, okay, that's the show that has yeah. to think
4: So I had been cutting trailers, helping people sell shows. And I was just like, well, I have an idea and I'm gonna try to sell it with a trailer. And so right. I was just like, hey, Adam, I think you'd enjoy this. Yeah. And he's like, oh, my God. Yeah, this <laughs> this is the show. And that's what we used as the touchstone as we began this process. To show- what, and when was that? When is that again? When did you yeah, guys I feel start? like that was four now,
3: four or five years ago. Five years ago. Easy.
0: Right. Yeah. Right.
3: So that's when we started. Oh, sorry to
0: interrupt. I just want yeah. to check in with, on Gene with something. Gene, what are you eating today on today's show? <laughs>
3: what's, what's going on over there?
0: He, he eats through our shows just in general. <laughs> I just have to check in and see what it, it is he's It
3: looked like crudité. Oh, okay.
0: by. This is a Lara <laughs> Bar. All right. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> um,
3: no, I mean look. We, I when I went to Disney, it was this was the only thing I wanted to do, and it what and then just by sheer coincidence, they were like, Bill has been wanting to do this, so <laughs> it was like I mean, it really merged, and it what what took forever was just the pandemic. It was it was right. so hard to get anything going, but. um it really came to life you know it became just like a fun nerdy dream and then it became a reality when of course bill was like i think this is the show to do
0: well i mean i yeah and and, you know i after we had done outside lands that's when i started thinking about them you know going on the road and trying to do a series about that and worked with chris eber trying to figure out could this possibly be done i always like try to just get chris eber involved as soon as possible (laughs) the brain of, of how we do these things, That's you know, right, but, yeah. um, and so we were trying to figure out how to do it, and just years kind of went by, you know, and, and the new folks came into the Muppet Studios, Lee Slaughter and David Lightbody, you know, overseeing it, and, and they listened to my pitch and they said, well, you know, um, we're supposed to meet with, uh, Adam, uh, Goldberg. I was like, oh, hmm, uh, yeah, they have a pitch that they want to do. And so, and then, they were kind enough to put us together. I think that's kind of how, it, you know, really. Yeah. Yeah.
4: And I, I think, think we, we hit it
0: off pretty quick.
4: We uh, had to pitch. Adam and I had to pitch to Muppets. Right. And then we pitched to you, right? Isn't that you how pitched it, it to you
0: me? Know?
4: Yeah, to you
3: and the other performers.
0: I thought we were just talking about it. No. <laughs> I realized I, it was a pitch. Like this, right. this is
3: the biggest deal for us. I mean, look, yeah, Jeff knows everyone behind the scenes just by being a fan. You know, my only memory from in my early 20s, and I've told this to Bill and it embarrasses him, but when we did our table read for Muppet Wizard of Oz, I mean, I was a staff writer on a TV show. I was just starting out. I had this opportunity to work with um, an EP on the show I was working on who was writing with the Muppets. But I was so leveled by Bill's talent at this table read that I just stood in the corner like, like people must have thought I was like there to like deliver the bagels you know what I mean like (laughs) I lived in my scripts just like oh my god Um, you know because Pepe in that one Pepe was one of the made you know major players but you were also playing all these different characters and I I just I was so impressed that I became just like a quiet super fan so I was so nervous (laughs) to I mean I never even spoke I was too nervous to even speak to you I was so nervous to pitch to you um, because... That's me now. <laughs> <laughs> That's Jeff now. Um, whereas, By you know, Jeff, Jeff was nervous to pitch to everybody.
0: But uh, yeah, uh, you you
1: guys, you could know. you guys stop mailing him the autograph requests? <laughs>
3: One of the I'll first things I did was had Bill autograph my stuff. That was yeah. like.
1: Oh, yeah,
0: we did do
3: that.
4: Yeah. That was the first in person meeting, right? Yeah. yeah. Were like, okay, before you sit down, Bill, <laughs> <laughs> you
3: here's your Sharpie. Oh, um, man. All this stuff. So, um, well, but yeah, the, the process has been so fun. Um it's been which amazing. It never
1: how is. Do you, how do you first put together a writer's room? For example, I'm sure a lot of people are curious about something like that. Mm. Adam. Well, I mean, um <laughs>
3: nice. no. For for me, it was like, what do we need? You know what I mean? And I knew with Bill and Jeff we have our Muppets covered. So it's you're kind of like putting together like sports team, and you know, I'm doing sports references, not my thing, but it's (laughs) like, you know, do we need like someone who's just kind of come up with really weird pitches? We need someone who's amazing with story, and so that's how you kind of put it together. You look at the pieces. Mm. Um, we it wasn't like we were like, we need to go to the best Muppet writers in town. (laughs) Um, we just it just kind of you know, read a lot of material and writers that I've worked with that I thought would be good for this particular show because. I think every Muppet thing you do is going to have a specific tone. Um, and, you know, we're doing a, obviously a scripted, I mean, this has never been done in this way a streaming, scripted, giant movie like mm. you would, you know, where, you know, the last uh, network series was a week to week network show, episodic. This is a giant movie we're telling um, over 10 episodes. So it's just never been done. So, people with that kind of experience who've been working in that world. Cause I've been coming from writing 24 episodes, a, you know, a year. Um, and uh, um, yeah, that's how we put it together. Um,
1: so, so there's a continuity then between the episodes. It's yes. not just isolated yes. standalone episodes. Right. Right? Oh yeah. Right.
0: There's yeah. all kinds of things that are going to weave throughout these episodes that people aren't going to realize pay off until yeah. later. It's the real...
4: rewatchability factor will be right, yeah. a, a great one
3: even like a joke where you're like watching and you're like, there's something in the pilot that's going to happen a couple of times. And I think people are going to be like, well, that's weird. That's a joke that is random and doesn't pay off in any way. And then <laughs> you realize the whole next episode is about this weird thing a character is doing. Right. So yeah. it's a lot of that, which uh-huh. is kind of cool. And we're writing them all at once. So we can go back. We, a right. lot of it's going back and like, Oh, you know, we need to set this thing up now. Right.
0: We, yeah. oh, we should have said that back in yeah.
1: so-and-so. This yeah. made so you, much did more you thing. mention how many Ten. episodes yeah. did
0: Ten. you Ten. mention how many 10 episodes okay 10 yeah yeah and and the um and like i said that the writers that you chose not like i said i'd mentioned their names earlier but the writers that you chose i think it's just been an amazing room i've i've never experienced that kind of play and and we and we have little battles which are great and then We fix the, you know, it's it's all it's all the good stuff. It's like what you would hope a writers' room would be like. And it's on
3: Zoom, which is heartbreaking because I
1: I kept saying to Bill, like, like,
3: for the last two years as we were working on this over the pandemic, I kept saying to Bill, I just can't wait to get in the writers' room where we're doing bits and having so much fun, Mm -hmm. and all of that is gone. You know, although like even we still try, Bill, I mean. Make we have these running bits, and Bill will break out puppets and stuff to make us laugh. Just uh because it gets pretty brutal sitting there all day long. Um, but yeah. it's still fun despite the Zoom. It really well, is.
0: And you know, you know what I think is interesting, actually, and, and maybe just looking at the bright side of Zoom, right? Which is that I think it, and I, I mean, I haven't spent a ton of time in a writer's room, right? But I feel like you see you, you can pick up. More people's reactions to things, like you're looking at everybody, and that's why I hate it. <laughs> oh, is it? You know, like I that? just because I was described as
4: seeing someone roll their eyes to, at my ideas in real time. <laughs>
1: at least if they're at a
4: table next to me,
0: I wouldn't see it. But I see them all like completely. But then, but then we're really getting to it, like right away. Otherwise, I think it would be maybe it would get lost, you know, and somebody may have a real point and they may feel uncomfortable right maybe saying something and but i think if you can see them and say oh are you feeling what you i i saw you roll your eyes yeah, totally. what is That's it a very optimistic way of looking at it Bill. <laughs> well, it is, you know but i think it, i think it has helped us in ways i do i feel like otherwise it would have been something would have been stuck and maybe it wouldn't have brought on a new thing that we figured out
1: you know hey, here's a quick something from lisa source when is the muppet mayhem premiere eta oh do you yeah. have one? we don't know yet you know. I, well, I believe we're
3: starting to shoot in a couple of weeks, so that's, you know, <laughs> this announcement was very late. Like, we've been working on it for a while. Yeah. Um, I do. I saw someone ask, one thing I will say, uh, I'm probably not allowed to say it, but everyone here deserves a treat. Our goal is to release a Mayhem album. Ooh. Um so so and, and again as said in the uh, in the trades the concept is this band has never released an album. Mm. So uh of course we're taking that very seriously original songs, covers um so that's been it's, it's
4: been very important to certainly me from the beginning. Been, I'm a vinyl head. I'm ai love yeah. and I was just like we have to have you know, it's just one of the reasons very very fine, mm-hmm.
3: so <laughs>
4: cool. I just want one. I just want one copy.
0: Um <laughs> Just quick, uh, I want people to just hear, uh, there's there's a term in, in your writer's room, Adam, called a tumble.
1: Yes, oh, a tumble. Um,
0: that I think is the most amazing thing. I've, I've never seen it before. I don't think many people, unless they've been with you, right? This is your thing, right? This is you.
3: Yeah, yeah well, it's just like I, um, I sit and I listen to everyone's ideas.
0: For like a half an hour. For like a half so an hour. So it's like all kinds of ideas, right? Right. And, yep. then
3: I, and then I propose, okay, here's what the story is. And I just will tumble through it. I didn't make up the term. Our <laughs> the I go into a fugue state uh, where I'm kind of out of body and I recite it all.
5: You really and,
3: do. And um, if anyone interrupts, I get thrown off and I can't continue. Uh, <laughs> so everyone just sits there awkwardly. And, and I, I didn't, didn't
0: know that, so I've done that, I'm sure. And it took me a while to realize that, you know. But... But what's amazing, it is- Because I'm not like, present.
3: I'm not present. You know you what know, I mean? And, no, and, and it's, it's, it's a Rain it, Man sort and of it, uh, and it's not wavelength.
0: Just, yeah, yeah. It's not just a guy who's just talking. <clears throat> it has emotion in it. And it camera. has jokes in it. It has little moments that somebody happened to mention a thing that he remembered. And it's it's organized into like an episode. Yeah. And I just, I can't believe it when it happens. It's like a savant thing. <laughs> His <laughs> ability to tell this story as
4: succinctly- as he does so quickly after oh. hearing all these disparate takes and ideas for him to filter it and then vomit it out in a way that makes sense.
0: Yeah. I and wish I could funny. Do that in
4: my everyday life. It's just... It's... And it's
0: like funny and emotional <clears throat> and it's in certain voices and uh, <laughs> it's, it's just amazing. Has anybody ever filmed you doing it? Uh, no,
3: I they're a writer's assistant... has a podcast about what it's like to be a writer assistant. And he did talk about how difficult it is to get it all down on paper. Oh, right. Because then that generally becomes some form of a starting point. Yeah, that we then- Totally. uh, So if there's someone who's new and they're just kind of listening and enjoying, and then it's like, cause I don't know what I'm really saying. I can't repeat it back. (laughs) Um, I just know that it's at the moment it's all clicked in my brain. And it's then uh, put it out. But yeah, I mean, look, when you're doing 24 episodes a year, you have to, someone has to just like, here, because if you fall behind, you're done. So but have
2: you
0: ever witnessed anybody else do that?
3: Um, uh, no.
0: <laughs> no.
3: <laughs>
0: I don't know. I mean, there's, look, there's
3: people that are, there's writers that are great with story. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I've just, you know, in, in back in the day when I wasn't like a showrunner, I would not do that. That's not my place. Right. But once I became the boss, everyone is like looking to you to go home every, that's the point of every day is like, how do we <laughs> get out of here? Well, we home.
4: are home? Right, you right. know? Yeah.
3: <laughs> even though we're home now. So, um, so yeah, that's where I really kind of had to step up and start, start doing that. But what's fun for this is um, just, all the ideas that come first is hmm. that when we're just kind of batting things around and you know jeff hasn't been in this posi- position creating a show like this and in the beginning jeff was very panicked because he's like there's all these ideas how do what do we do you know like
1: yeah we're
3: <laughs> right. gonna get anything done and i yeah. did jeff said this in a car the other night and i went i ah, don't i'm kind of good with story don't worry about it and jeff was like all right whatever bro <laughs>
4: um, yeah, that's like that was I was like, Adam, hey, when if this becomes a reality, we I think we would need someone for story.
3: And I'm like, I think
4: I you know I'm actually pretty okay with story. I'm like <laughs> and then we get in there and just his ability, like you know, okay, we're stuck in a corner. Here's six options we could, you know, that we yeah. could do here. And no, I'm just I, like, I, I
0: just yep, yep, that's the thing too. It's like somebody goes, Well, what if it's cheesecake? And then Adam goes. So they go. From the Empire State Building, they're coming into the lobby and there's a cheesecake guy there right. and he happens to have and all of a sudden it's, it's somehow incorporated and then they'll do three other versions. Yep. It's amazing. Yep. It's amazing. Um, should, you should believe it. The other should fun we, thing I
4: think that yeah. I find in the room is with Bill, um, his ability, like it's an advantage Bill has as the writer because and the star, because all of a sudden he could just say the line. That he thinks it should be in the voice of the character <laughs> who will amazing. be speaking it, and you're like, "Yep, that's it. <laughs> well, I can't compete with that.
2: That's the line."
3: You know. I will say we had we had four table reads last week, and they went. Um, the Disney Plus was is incredibly happy. Yeah. But um, I my fear was that the scripts aren't as funny because everything Bill says is Dr. Teeth. When when an when an executive reads that, they don't get Bill we get Bill in the room going, here's the la," you know, and, and Bill could do a lot of the other voices really well too. I, you know, I don't have that ability. So you, you do hear it in the kind of in the voice and the Mm. other performers are so skilled and they all kind of share one brain that they read it in the exact way. That never happens. Mm. That Bill will do like, here's, he'll read the joke. And then the performer just, they're so in sync. They know that, the wording is that's where the inflection goes and everything. It's really amazing. So yeah,
0: they. I mean, I think I try and get close, and then they just make it so much yeah. better. But I thought right. their reactions to these scripts was great. They were just so blown away with, you know, how they've come out at this point. First read, they were really happy. Guys, uh, uh, should I we to,
1: should, It was just oh, wait. Should we bring uh, two more guests into the into sure. the? uh, Just Jeff, I think was just going to ask. I just had a quick
4: story. I thought the fans would appreciate. Is when we were originally pitching this to Disney Plus. By that point, we had Muppet Studios on board, and our pitch had it was crashed by the Electric Mayhem. Oh,
0: that's
4: right. (laughs) And so we had to do a rehearsal, and for me and Adam, I mean, we were just like to see our faces on Zoom, surrounded by
1: (laughs) these. You
0: you have that picture, don't you? That's from that. That picture of Adam.
3: I was. I was losing my mind. No,
0: oh, you
1: know oh, so. oh!
2: Hang on.
0: This is from the pitch where we had the we we wrote a little quick scene with the mayhem showing up. <laughs>
2: yeah, there's like just me. That's just is. that says it all.
3: I'm I'm just so happy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy.
0: Uh, yeah. yeah.
1: All right. Yeah, all right. Yes. Let's, Let's bring it. on two more. Why yes. don't you introduce them?
0: Okay, uh, I'm going to start with uh, Mr. Michael Bostick, one of our EPs. Uh, Michael has been the CEO of Alden Entertainment, a partner and producer at Shady Acres Entertainment and president of Imagine Films, huh? Huh? Uh, bringing us such films and television projects as Apollo 13, Liar, Liar, the miniseries From Earth to the Moon, Bruce Almighty, Eight Simple Rules, and many more, many more. But now he currently runs Adam Goldberg's company, right, Adam? Yep. <clears throat> and uh, is most certainly uh, a big part of making this show happen. So ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bostic is with us. Hey guys. Hey Michael. Hey, thanks thanks for having me. Hi. Thanks for being here. And I'm going to bring on Chris Eber. Uh, I first met Chris back in, I believe it was 2007, might be 2006, uh, when he was a partner and producer at Soapbox Films. Fans out there will probably know uh, that name because uh, they've done a lot of Muppet Projects and productions over the years During that time he led the soapbox team in Producing a lot of Great social media stuff like Bohemian Rhapsody, one of the all time greats Ode to Joy, Habanero So many so many others uh, The OK Go music video uh, He was also A producer uh, on the 2015 Muppet series uh, And he's also been a producer On The Real O'Neill's, The Mayor Dave, and now we get to steal Him back for this one and uh, couldn't do it without him. So here's Chris Eber. Hey, everybody. Chris, I didn't know you did all that.
4: I'm a, I'm a tremendous fan. <laughs> I didn't
5: know either. I was here to get off of the rest of that. It. It's the only reason I'm here is so you guys can hear my credits. Yeah, <laughs>
0: I just like the beer. All right, night, folks. Uh, but thanks for coming, guys. Um Yeah. yeah. I, I'm sure you have, obviously, a unique perspective on all this. And Michael, you, you started actually, you were, obviously because you're connected with Adam uh, early on with us before Chris came aboard. But um, you know, I I guess people don't realize kind of what it takes to pull this stuff together. And you just, your tireless schedule of coordinating and, you know, talking to all the different people uh, and how we got this thing. Could you maybe just, give people out there an idea of how you kind of
2: make this thing roll along. Sure. Uh, There's, yeah, no, no real recipe, but I I remember hearing a producer a few years ago talk about the role of a creative producer. Yeah. They said it fundamentally comes down to two things. Um, Keep it together and make it better. And so like if every day I can just try to keep it together and make it a little better, I feel like I'm doing my job.
0: That's so interesting because you you are probably the calmest coolest uh producer, I think I've
2: <laughs> I know <laughs> I've met. receiver here is the uh commest Well so, he's very cool
0: too.
3: Disney has so many departments, like people don't realize it. there's so many different departments, brand managements, you know, p merch, uh syner- there's like a synergy department that it's like to to get them all Michael's mm-hmm. job is been so it's so important because we need to get like we can't fall behind yeah. so to get answers sometimes from, you have to go to there's different departments that have to answer there's abc studios is producing yeah. muppet studios disney plus so michael is is a nudge but somehow nobody has yet to get hate's guts because he <laughs> nudges all day long on
4: yeah. top of that he's like the grown-up in the room
0: That's
4: We will go off the rails and for 40 – well, YouTube wormhole, you know, or just like talking about nothing. Michael will calmly come in and just be like, "Uh, guys, uh, guys, if we can get that. I know the studio is expecting it and it does it in the nicest way. uh, just such a well that's the thing this this project
2: is is such a joy i mean it's been adam's priority ever since uh you know he gave me the opportunity to come play in the sandbox with him he said this is the one this is the thing this is the reason i'm at disney and uh and it was um honestly adam i think it was i've been there one month and we had uh we had johnny davis the president of abc signature come to our offices Oh, right. And we kind of had it. We had a big slate meeting, as I recall, and it was uh, this was the crown jewel. This was the thing we showed Jeff, Jeff's trailer, and this this was the priority. And of course, that was that uh, famous Friday the Thirteenth, yeah. where right as Johnny left, the whole world shut down. Yeah.
0: Wow.
2: That it was that uh, day. It was, was that day, that. That and it was kind of like, the oh, pandemic. there's
3: this pandemic thing in three weeks. We'll pick it up, yeah. and we'll, right. yeah, you know.
0: Yeah. Mayhem. Yeah. Mayhem. Wow. But, but the, yeah, it's great. Michael, too, is able to be in the room at times, but then he's pulled away and he's doing all these other things. But it's always nice to have his perspective on it. It it kind of brings us back and grounds us, I think, you know, uh, which is really great. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. awesome. And then I we know. have this we guy. We hide
3: insanity and then Chris has to make it happen. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> exactly. And then there's that guy yeah. <laughs> who has to figure out how we actually are going to make a show uh and and pull it together and and also has an amazing creative perspective on muppets you know which is such an advantage to have and 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 the learning curve of how this stuff goes i mean and again i i don't think people realize what it takes and the the specifics of what we're looking for when it comes to can you maybe just talk a little bit chris about the crew the you know those kinds of specifics of what it takes who we're looking for to do a muppet project like
5: this yeah i mean i i think one of the more interesting things is that like we've been making tv in a similar way for decades so a lot of incredible professionals have a way of doing this and a way of working and then for a muppets project we have these new departments these these extra departments that come into play, the workshop, the performers, and it asks all the other departments to do their job differently. Hmm. And some people really struggle with that transition. They, you know, they've kind of but I've been doing props this way for 20 years. (laughs) So I don't know how to, you know, adapt. So we've we've collected this amazing group of talent over, you know, over the 13 or 14 years that I've been working with you guys. Um, Some predate me, certainly, and, and some have come aboard, but many stay for a long time. You know, um, there are certainly folks that date back to when I started that kind of came from my world that we brought to the Muppets yeah. and then we've met other people along the way. And I think that's maybe one of the bigger things is just understanding that um, that they have to make uh, make space in their process to uh, leave room for this new, kind of these other alternative departments. And then together, we. Push it forward a little bit. Um, mm. Yeah. So it is. It is a. It is an interesting way because some people can't do. You know, we we've certainly encountered some who struggle to make space because um, they just have their eye on their job, uh, which is a natural tendency. But those who can leave room, I think they get elevated, and then they naturally elevate us. You know. So yeah, yeah. It's very reciprocal. Yeah.
0: And there's so many. Even like just little things, like we'll have a call, we're looking for a casting person. And I'll have to mention things like, you know, um, you might want to ask at some point if they're scared of heights <laughs> because. Or puppets. Right. Or puppets. Or, or right. Puppets We've, or that. We've learned that. Um, And it sounds so odd, but uh, it's, we work with our sets, as probably a lot of the fans out there know, but or some that don't. But in a lot of the times when we're doing a series, uh, we work on raised sets so that the puppeteers can stand and move around, and so actors, the actors that are in the show, uh, the the celebrity guests, and they're standing high above. And so you kind of have to ask, well, are they going to fall off of these things? Are they going to be okay up there? Uh, but there's all kinds of little things like that when it comes to building the sets. And right,
3: I went into a panic when Bill just showed a like a video he took from the last show of just Muppets, two Muppets walking into a building and it's below the camera line. And there's like 9,000 people with (laughs) knee pads on and dollies rolling around. And uh, you know, there's like every puppet has, uh, someone else is doing the hands and uh, and they're climbing over each other. And I think I took for granted because it's so seamless and perfect Mm. that it's easy. Like, Mm. yeah, they just walk in. (laughs) <laughs> but um, I got into a panic because we're writing really cinematic, ambitious stuff, um, and I was like, "It takes that to have them walk into a door. Well, how are we going to do this or that mm-hmm. or the other thing we're planning?" I, I I went into a panic, and it's it's really hard. That's the answer. Uh, yes. But um, I think it's it, the puppeteers are so good that everybody, me, myself included, just no doesn't really have an idea till you're in those trenches. Here's here's uh, a
1: related question. Will the series involve the green screen the way Haunted Mansion did? Well Thank you drawing the beat. We're debating that.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean there's Apparently. a lot of a lot of practical. That that is for sure. Yeah, yeah. You know.
0: Um <clears throat> excuse me, my throat. Maybe not the uh we don't know, maybe not the LED wall approach that we did uh in the mansion thing, but we've been talking about it, possibly. Yeah, I mean
5: I, I think they're you know we uh, we are open to all production tools. You know, I mean, I think I think what was used for the mansion primarily um, becomes another tool in the toolbox. Hmm. And you know, for a show like this, for ten you know ten episodes telling a you know a five hour movie, um, we use all of those tools. You know, so right, yeah. I mean, there's nothing we're shying away from. Certainly, I think that's. I mean, to answer that, but to do it a hundred percent within a volume like that um, may not be the best tool for a given scene or a given episode. Yeah.
0: yeah, And just to, just Adam's point about the, the performers, you know, kind of knowing what they're doing and being, but boy, without the crew that has some sense and learning curve, like Chris was talking about, you know, bringing people that have been doing this for a while and, but then adding new ones over the years, you know, without that support, we'd just be, yeah, we'd be dead in the water. You know, it's about. Everybody it's it is it's it sounds corny all the time in a way but it's this huge collaboration. You know, everybody is so valued because it's such a unique experience when you're shooting with the Muppets.
1: Speaking go ahead Adam.
3: Oh, I would just say Matthew was asking over and over what Muppets do we get to see? And 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 here's what I will say. Uh this is about the band and their journey. What I'm incredibly excited about there will be some new Muppets. Um and there will be- yeah, there will be Jeff. Uh, I you we know haven't even told on, Jeff yet. Even on the last series, I believe there maybe the last series there wasn't. It was just yes, kind there, of were.
2: there were. Yeah,
3: yeah no, <laughs> but we we really are excited. We love the old school Muppets, but you know, I, I also think it's just to have new so a couple new characters for people to fall in love with is a great thing. So really excited for everyone to meet those new those new Muppets as well.
1: And speaking yeah. of the, the human characters, do you want to say anything about how Lily got involved in cast and other people? Mm,
2: sure. sure.
0: Who wants to talk about that?
2: They'll Michael. About Michael. Yeah, we look. These guys created an amazing um, original cast of human roles built into the story that we're telling, and um, central among them, kind of the linchpin, was the role of Nora, who is a um, a, a young wannabe music producer. And um, we have an amazing uh, team of support in our casting, with our casting directors, and also with uh, the casting departments of both ABC Signature and Muppet Studios. Mm -hmm. And we cast an amazingly wide net, uh, looking for just the the best of the best. Uh, We saw hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people um, Mm -hmm. who came through, you know, Look, when you do a, a Muppet show, everybody wants to be involved, and we got um, we had a lot of a, a lot of great people throw their hat in the ring, and people who normally were you know offer only were willing to to read yeah. and audition for us and put themselves right. on tape, and it was um, we had some incredible choices. Yeah, yeah, and um, and I don't really even remember how we got to Lily. I mean, when 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 she hit our our radar screen but we all sure. had a, a tremendously positive reaction when we uh when we saw her and got to meet her
4: yeah, yeah we basically we all watch these links these video clips that these people record and so our casting directors will send us here's a link with a bunch of people to watch and i think that night when it, with that batch we all just you know we're all in touch via text and yeah. we were all just like lily yeah. <laughs> right?
3: here's another fun fact this is about the band and right. I'm trying to give, give not, not have Disney yell at me, but- um,
0: Don't give anything away.
3: So the band is in, you know, in the music business. So uh, the other thing besides our wonderful regular characters is like, you know, musicians, rock stars love Muppets and love this band. So <laughs> we are like, and statistically, um, if when, when the Muppets in the past has gone to someone, if they are available- they're like, we want to come for the day and see Animal, you know, we'll, whatever you want, we'll do it. So mm-hmm. I would also love like in the comments, if anyone is like, the, you know, we want the band to meet this person. I'm just <laughs> curious, like this rock star, you know, um, and, it, you know, anyone in music, if you think about it, if that stat is true, we potentially could have the band meet with anyone That they're available because they'll all everyone loves the Muppets, so that's really exciting for us. And we are taking some big shots, and I hope they come through. I hope.
4: Yeah, I I think one of the original ideas is that you know, whereas I think the Muppet movie was about meeting old Hollywood comedians, and the Great Muppet Caper was then meeting these British stars and actors. Muppets Take Manhattan was you know Broadway and New York. This was this is the world of music.
3: Yeah, so that's where our. Yeah. And stuff. And it's, also, it's also tough because i know uh my taste in music is um like weird al uh so um i'm kind of useless uh when it comes to uh great music in terms of like what is current and uh queen i love queen you know i love and that you know so anyway I'm, I'm not so helpful in that department which is why
2: i'd love <laughs> to see suggestions Weird out. Peppers, sit, weird out. There's some man. great suggestions coming through, and uh, yeah, way to go, Adam. <laughs> while, while nothing is set, we have a similar wish list as all the fans are uh, <laughs> nope. chiming have in now of who they'd like to see. Yeah. So you'll just have to stay tuned to see who we. Uh,
4: Two hundred additional yeah. cast. I directions. love Jeff Rotol. <laughs> Jeff Rottol, yeah. you let's
2: do it
1: yeah
4: yeah it's, it's the room it comes down to the rest Adams out, but it's the rest of the writers who actually have an interest in music arguing about who should be in this moment what what
0: songs that songs that's done. a whole other thing, right? But yeah. I just want to say one thing about Lily. I thought too that we all had a feeling that she wasn't afraid to be uh to, to look silly or stupid too. like she was just very open. there's like a she had like a just an innate sense of joy first of all. And then the other thing was she could just, she, she wasn't afraid. Right. And, and this Nora character goes through an interesting arc and transition in her life. And it, it just felt right. There were some parallel things that we had written about Nora that happened to be Mm -hmm. in Lily's life. And, uh, it was just kind of, I I felt like ultimately it was meant to be. And, And it, however, we got there was, you know, uh, we're so fortunate. So,
2: are you allowed to talk about
1: this? Eric Paul wants to know who's writing the new songs.
2: Um, I'm premature. going to let you guys handle this. I have to say goodbye. So <laughs> oh, yes, Michael. Sorry. But thank you, guys. Um, thank so you, much, Michael. Thanks. Thank
0: you, Michael. He's doing another podcast for a different show. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank, you.
4: thank you for coming on.
0: Bye, Bye-bye. Bye. It might be um, too premature to mention. Uh, yeah, I don't think we want really to or... talk about music and that stuff. Um, <laughs> as I said in the beginning, guys, we can't get too specific, otherwise Disney will be really angry at us, and <laughs> I'll get in trouble. And yeah, and but we'll hopefully we're going to be that. putting together
4: a terrific album.
0: Yes, so. whatever it is, going to be great. Cool. Um, uh, what else? We- oh, um, I wanted to. Uh, talk a little bit about... We're up here, Bill. Sorry, I'm thinking. <laughs> the Muppet... Um, My space bar. <laughs> I, I, My I'll eyes more, are here. <laughs> uh, a little more about the the process again. Like, how, how it works. Like, we write, then we have to deliver, then it has to go through certain departments, everybody gets to see it. it does. Can you kind of... Help people it get an understanding what that is. It is. I, I
3: mean, I, I think I could take it to where Chris takes over. But um, we, uh, again, another thing that no one knows about is Disney was excited to get another Muppet show going. So they actually gave us a pre-room before our writer's room where we um, worked on a pilot and the season, because it is a giant story. Mm. So we really knew going into our writer's room what this giant story we were going to tell was. So we um, we have a whole board of uh, Zoom on Zoom where we have our entire season worked out.
4: It's like and one of those bulletin boards that you would see in writing room specials, you know, with all the note cards and laid out, out themes and things that carry over, but just a digital format. Yeah,
0: So we have, to, cool.
3: we have to write our story, get that approved, which um, we've had no problems doing, which is very rare and great. Uh, then we write our draft and, ABC Studios has to read it. Uh, Muppet Studios has to read it. They give us notes, which also has been very collaborative, and and uh, they're just really happy, which is awesome. Um, I want to say, it's so fun- it's- can I
0: just say, it's so funny yeah. when we come back from those, we just like, is this real? Is this? Are they really enjoying you're, these? <laughs> like, you're we so used
3: to it. getting notes that when they don't, when they're just like, we like it. it you, yeah. we, I feel untethered. Like yeah, um, yeah. I just a joke on me, like I just, just gonna feel cancel? completely spoiled, you know. <laughs> right. right? Yeah. Right. Um. It's important also that the performers are on board, so, um, we they're gonna they have to get the scripts, and if you know if 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 one of them came and said, "Look, we just feel like at its core this is all wrong for Floyd," like we will, we would be totally willing to throw it out, rewrite it all, whatever it need be. Oh, yeah, look at like, it again. The performers have to be all in and feel like this is great for their characters. These are their characters. Then yeah. once all that's approved, we go to Disney Plus and then they give us notes. Um, and then we, are, then we take our script and we start to rewrite it for our table, our Zoom read, which um, it, it are excruciating. So we want them to be really lean and short. So we start cutting it down and we start losing our favorite stuff. <laughs> then we hear it read. And then we have to get it ready for production. So now we're writing the script again. Can I get so now we're rewriting we it for Chris to see My, what we, if we can actually do this thing.
4: I want to interject one thing that I find really interesting. Uh, you know, the other interesting part about having Bill in the room is that having the experience of having made several Muppet productions to have that voice in the room, and it's a really difficult job because you just want to be in the room to dream mm. and to come up with these ideas, but you have someone who has this experience. Who very delicately, you know, <laughs> yeah, tries oh, to just you know manage expectations, but just also like I tried, away.
0: Chris. I, you got to believe me. I, I
1: tried. It, <laughs> I, I mean, i so be able to tell Bill.
3: because Bill's first of all, he's laughing and enjoying it, and right. like I'll say this probably won't be in the show, so I'll pitch it. I was like, okay, they they drive around a van. What if the van gets crashes into a pool? And then the next scene, the Muppets are all wet, and there's water well, they're dripping, they're in. Them. and Bill <laughs> is like. Laughing, and then he goes, "It's great. It's just, I mean, these are puppets. Like we're on, we're on the floor. Like I don't want to be wearing a wetsuit in a van. Like what are you talking about? It's
4: such an unenviable task, you know, in a writers' room. As I've learned, you just don't want to like knee jerk and just be like, I don't know. The 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 muppets break
1: a beehive and get chased (laughs) by bees.
3: (laughs) I mean, no, Bill would be more open to that than no. There's one where it's like, you know, can we have someone in a hot tub?" And yeah. we're just making fun of Bill, like That's-
0: Bill in there,
3: <laughs> putting Bill in a, like these horrible but see, situations.
0: Do, but I know how to do that one, right? Right, Where, right, right. We, We've done, I've, I've learned that from another thing that somebody else has done already. Yeah. So I know how we do that. Right, it's right. It's just when you're talking about <laughs> dripping water and there's monitors and electricity down below yeah, that totally, we're around. It's also
4: 11 degrees for no reason other situation. than it would
0: be cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's not but, the um, best situation. Yeah.
4: But, but so, so Bill is getting us to that point before. <laughs> We then hand it up. Sorry, hand it over to Chris. But right.
0: trying, right? So trying. I think I've let like things go too because I'm enjoying <laughs> it. And I just want to see if we can Chris make it happen. Probably. So then I let then I throw it at Chris <laughs> and let him start worrying about it, so yeah. that he can then say, "You guys can't do this. What do you yeah, doing?
2: Wow.
5: <laughs> yeah, nobody wrote, wants to say. We wrote one bit, and it's yeah.
0: literally in a spaceship.
3: We wrote, remember? yeah, and, yeah. And it's not, you know." <laughs>
0: Um, oh wait! Can I just say something? That's so funny you say that because Chris and I were on the phone talking about something else, and and the that script happened to came come through with them floating in a spaceship, and, and, and we were talking about what we had to cut. And he goes, "Oh great! Here's the uh, the new version of the script that came in. You guys are in a spaceship. That's great."
5: The timing couldn't have been better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well. They're not but in a
3: spaceship.
4: Yeah, and yeah, don't no, worry, don't happy. worry, uh, fans. Uh, it, it
3: all makes sense. But we're, we're going to save gonna, that for pigs in space. We'll save it for pigs in space. <laughs> so,
0: yeah, Eve Can Cunning you is hoping a bit about you know, that. Chris, what you have your challenges then when you get these scripts of how you, yeah. kind of try and creatively help us make <laughs> be real.
5: Yeah, um, I, I think this is going to speak more to kind of some of the other departments that we work with, but I, I think I'll bring it around. Um, you know, my job is to support making the best episode of TV possible, you know, and oftentimes, what that means is that we're trading resources for something else, right? Like, we, we, there is a finite amount of stuff. And most of the time, that stuff is money and time, right. And so we only have so many days with the performers, we only have so many days to make an episode, and then we break those days down into, I mean, literally, you know, we schedule to the quarter hour so when we're reading the scripts and we're talking about it you know sometimes a small thing that's incredibly funny um and i want to watch it as a fan or as a viewer but it just takes up more time than it's than it maybe it might deserve right so we have to talk about that right we all the time we talk about a twenty thousand dollar joke like, hey right. this is a twenty thousand dollar <laughs> joke that doesn't mean that it's not worth it we have to decide is that where we want to put our resources sometimes we've done plenty of twenty thousand dollar jokes we've done yeah. you know we've spent you know uh, more than that on a given scene a given yeah. gag can you what's give that? me
4: an example my answer is generally yes we do want to spend twenty thousand dollars <laughs> what
1: would be an example There's of a, a, you know, of a twenty thousand dollar like, gag yeah
5: i mean you know a, a, a quick fifty thousand dollars joke is somebody singing us you know a lyric in the melody of, uh, of a famous song, right? Right. So, um, you know, if uh, someone can say, don't worry, be happy in a sentence with no melody, and it's, it's free, right, we can do that all day long. Uh, But if somebody sings, don't worry, be happy, then suddenly, we're paying for the rights to to use that in publishing and stuff. So that's just one example. But those things happen all the time. I mean, you know, so it's just about talking about, okay, if we have this finite amount of time, and resources, uh, do we want to spend, you know, like, so we, we break the script down literally to eighths, right? So the script is broken down to the inch of text. Mm-hmm. And we'll say, okay, this scene that is just one inch long, one eighth of a page. Uh, the famous one, of course, historically is uh, gone with the wind, you know, it's, it's two words, it, Atlanta burns. And it's you know the first eight minutes and it's millions of dollars right that happens all the time so we just talk about those resources and we talk about that we yes these this inch of dialogue is worth it it's important so then where can we make trims or simplify so that we can support that part i hope that makes sense but that's happening at every level right every department head is reading the script and we work with such incredible artists that they're looking for opportunities to plus it up, you know, they're looking for opportunities to make it better and put their spin on it and find their joy and fulfillment in the process. So everybody kind of rises up to meet this level. And then you hope that you can achieve it in the time that we have. Um, But we've done a lot of things to benefit that this time, you know, stuff that we've never done before in episodic, you know, one of the amazing things is that you guys have been writing. um, I mean, really, since, you know, since November. Since Um, uh,
0: 2019. Well, sure, (laughs) sure. We Go back
5: to the first writers room. Absolutely. (laughs) But it's just to say that um, that stuff is great, because we're not piloting, right? Again, we're going to get a little in the weeds, and I'll be careful. But normally, you pilot an episode, you know, you write one episode, you shoot that one episode, and then all of the stakeholders decide if there's a, a story there, and if there's a future for the show and then you come back and you and you make that and oftentimes through the piloting it gives the writers an opportunity to learn who these characters are we cast at that time we've talked about where do they live what kind of clothes do they wear who are these characters we flesh them out and then we come back to fulfill the rest of the season you know episodes two through whatever we're not doing that here so we don't have that institutional knowledge that comes from having piloted so we're looking elsewhere to round out all of these characters and who nora is and such and that comes with you guys writing everything so the fact that like most of our department heads are coming on at a time where they can read six or seven or eight scripts and they have such an amazing roadmap, map right like the famous story is is that a prop master you know thinks that this person maybe is really into uh I don't know, uh, peanuts. So there's peanut paraphernalia scattered throughout the room or throughout their house. And then in episode nine, which wasn't written when you started the season on another show, we learned that they're allergic to peanuts. And it's like, well, geez, I would have never done that, you know, had I known, but I didn't have the the knowledge that the writers might have, or there wasn't room for that discovery. Yeah. Here, we're gonna know those things. So we're gonna get to pepper and plus up. Every department is incredibly okay. excited about having all the scripts first um which is a gift i mean again that that just helps us so then not only are we talking about okay is this joke worth it is this scene worth it we can look at the whole season and we can balance that out and say hey we're gonna go really big here because we've got an episode coming up that's maybe a, a smaller story you know um yeah. that allows us to kind of redistribute our resources so anyway that's uh, very wordy very well but, put
0: um, i mean uh, i don't think you know most people don't realize
5: the uh, I even happens. learned
0: like
3: I even I, we're shooting uh, multiple episodes at once because to switch sets normally with humans you just walked you walk to the other stage, but Bill is like no nah, man we got to climb out of our holes in the floor and we, <laughs> we got to roll over monitors. here
0: move monitor. yeah but it's
3: a whole it's these aren't people <laughs> so yeah it's yeah. um it's just so complicated but I think it's why it's so special
1: yeah it's like, like you're yeah. willing
3: to to go through this pain because it's the Muppets like. These characters are so great. Otherwise, no one would do it. It's yeah. it's that pain that makes it great.
1: Would you like a um, <clears throat> excuse Wait. me? An electric Mayhem trivia fact. Yeah, sure.
3: From a fun my fact,
1: friend Jesse fun. Oliver. The Mayhem band made their debut in the 1975 pilot, The Muppet Show: of Sex and Violence. That's mm-hmm. very true. Yes, sir. And actually, one other
0: thing from Jesse. Uh, he, <clears throat> he said uh, that he'd love to hear Dr. T sing "Nothing from Nothing." I don't know if we'll do it on the show, but I. Uh, nothing
1: from nothing leave nothing. You got to have something if you want to be with me. So there you that go, must you. be like one of your meetings. That's, That's our writer's room. That is our writer's
4: room.
3: That is our writer's room. Like, yeah, I like one of us pitches a line and it's like, yeah, maybe. And then Bill will say the same line and we all laugh. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I started texting Bill my uh, live pitches, my (laughs) dialogue. I could say, "Can you just say
3: this?" (laughs) (laughs) um, Um, One other thing, what's been amazing um, too is Bill will sometimes have various Muppets for doing different shoots, commercials, and um, he'll just randomly let go to the side, and all of a sudden you're looking at Rolf. Yeah, and you know, and Rolf is, and no matter who it is, I mean, when we're pitching to the head of Disney Plus. Everybody turns into a child. It's so amazing. Yeah. It's like Ralph is saying my name right now and looking at me and interacting with me, which is something I never thought that would happen. so it's it's and, that's like such a highlight of the show.
0: And like I think one of the earliest um, writers room animals thats uh, showed up was was this guy
1: <laughs> yes. Should yes. Go yes. To your shark too shark. Yeah. yeah Hey Hi, <laughs> <Bilberg. What is, laughs>
3: we call this creepy shark and uh, he's not well, explanatory. He, <laughs> he yeah. just makes you uncomfortable. That's why. <laughs> yeah, why
1: is that Goldberg?
3: Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> then that. Now that began other people getting um, puppets off of uh, Amazon. So now a lot of the writers and writer assistants have their own puppets. It becomes an
4: aquarium, a Zoom
3: aquarium. Yeah. There's a dolphin now, and um, look, stop working at these all day long. We got to entertain ourselves somehow. I do love how Bill takes a one dollar. Uh, toy off Amazon and then makes it just come to life in a way that probably no one else could. It is. Yeah, it's so right, girl. <laughs> <laughs> that's what
4: makes him creepy. Just
3: goes on. In Twitter Twitter there. I saw Pepe.
0: I saw Pepe in there working in the. What is it? Ah. Oh, yeah, drunk. drunk
1: Pepe. Oh my
0: like ah. I drink so much, okay. <laughs> yeah,
3: drunk Pepe. Love hey,
0: Gene, show a couple uh, those. Uh, Early things that we got of Adam. I want people to see him in his oh yeah, days. Progression. look at this. Okay, 35. so
3: I'm three. This is this is like part of my was part of my pitch to um, back in the day when I'm trying to convince everyone that how much I love the Muppets. So this is me at three. It's my first scooter. I started. Uh, I started <laughs> with Fisher Price.
4: Most kids got a real scooter. Adam got it.
3: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> very true. That's uh, yeah. Uh, then I graduated, of course, to Animal. Um, uh, so you know, that's that's more that's probably me at eight. <laughs> um, and then here's me, I think I'm in like a ni- ninth grade now. I'm I've, where are I you making the Muppet uh movie movies with uh, and one of my friends is on right now who is actually the one filming, which is hilarious.
0: Oh, really? <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. Who is so, it? So, um, so there's chat, my friend Chad Crump was filming, and this animal we take to the boardwalk and it just have a microphone. You know what? It was exactly like um, Triumph, the Insult Dog. It's exactly what we did. Oh <laughs> right. we'd, we'd interview people on the boardwalk in Atlantic City, and that's uh, yeah. Is that's, that where that's, you
0: are in Atlantic City?
3: That's I'm in Atlantic City there. Yep. Oh wow. We're, we're about to go over to the boardwalk. So um, oh yeah, this was me. Uh, I think this was post scooter. I gra- I graduated to Miss Piggy, and then went to Animal, and always <laughs> stayed. And I stayed with Animal. So Animal was always my favorite Muppet, um,
0: and uh, yeah, those are my.
3: So can surprising. I ask you a
0: question before this goes away? Before this yeah. picture goes away. Um, so I didn't know this. Maybe a lot of people do. They're Goldberg fans of the show, but that you're you um, you have a sister on the show.
3: Yes, yes. That's can so you- Barry's on the left in the Adidas. That's that's me. Um, there's Murray and there's Bev. And then Eric, when I initially pitched in it and did the pilot, they were the silvers because I just was not ready to do what I did to my family. And they didn't really want me to do it either. So, I, so it went, they weren't even the Goldbergs when I shot the pilot. And then after the fact, ABC was like, we love your home movies. We love all your photos. And, and you could bring these people on and make it an element of the show. So that's what I did. Aaron Kazander's on. He's a writer of the Goldbergs, still there right now. He, oh, wow. he knows, he, knows the whole, he was there from the very beginning. And he is now a high level writer on the show. Um, hey, Aaron.
1: <laughs> I like his picture.
3: Aaron began as my assistant like 15 years ago or something. And wow. he's now he's now knee deep in my life, and I'm not even there anymore.
0: So oh, well, how great though he carries it on for you. That's oh awesome. yeah.
1: Here's an early one. Oh my God. I love
3: that. Is <laughs> that you, Bill? Yeah. Is that howdy duty? What who is that? It's
1: uh, Robin and the Joker. Yeah. And there's oh the, my puppet, God. the puppet theater on, off to the, his I
0: left. Look, but look at, the, look at the problem with my legs. <laughs>
3: what, what, what is going on? What the hell the is going on
0: you there? look like Pinocchio. What <laughs> is that? <laughs> what
3: happened? And literally that is a bowl cut. Like bowl on your head. Oh, yeah. This is kind of like a photo I'd see where if it's like, this, <gasps> here's the photo of
0: the serial killer.
1: Just like they just surprised you. They caught you in the act. His, his legs are like a brand new born pony. What is that? It's like a chicken. A reverse chicken or something. And your clothes look like you're from Oliver. What's
3: your <laughs> Strange Nehru kind of. <laughs> it, it's, oh
4: my, oh God. my
0: God.
3: It's amazing.
0: Oh my um, God.
3: We, we do, uh one of the things we do in the writer's room, or Bill does for us, is, um I don't know if people know this, but Gene... Is the, like, literally the original, um, I don't know, what would you say? Like, like he's, inter,
0: like, he's like, he's like the, what do you, pranker, right?
3: Like the original pranker. Gene in, like, the 80s and 90s would go on <laughs> talk shows, get on camera, and and just be an, a goofball. Like, um you know, th- this is how a lot of actors became, like, the guy from uh, What We Do in the Shadows was the yo-yo guy. And he would, like, go on and pretend he knew yo-yo. They were doing this years before everybody else. So everything shows Bill well, and there's so many videos Bill will be like here's a video of my brother and here's the bit and he'll set up the scenario <laughs> and you're like no there's no way he did this and then Gene just there's no fear. It's honestly I oh, don't understand totally
0: <laughs> fearless. 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 Totally fearless. All, fearless. I, I mean that's they were your writer growing right. up that's what it was. He was yeah. totally fearless whatever did he wrote to Jim Henson didn't matter how do I make a muppet he would Amazing. just come up with all these things that we would do every weekend. You're going to jump you off get of the loop. one where he
3: falls off the stage.
0: Well, okay, so so I I thought maybe you might bring this up. I we didn't okay. going to oh, push okay. it, but we prepped a little video. I did a little oh, quick edit. Oh, My
3: God, so I good. call
0: it. Uh, uh, I call it. Was that Gene? <laughs> because he's kind of. Let me just set it up a little bit, Gene. So you'll see that there are a couple different things. One is the earliest was when he decided we should be in the audience of talk shows. And how could we get the camera to focus on us or <laughs> to do things that would just be bizarre, right. In a, as a talk show. audience, But in
1: group. a way, but in a way where they didn't think we were just mischievous kids, it right. really looked like things happened. Yeah. And... So
0: Gene would become these different characters almost. Right. So it wasn't like, You know, being stupid, he was just doing things that would be totally unexpected. It's
3: like Eric Andre. It's like it was literally like Eric Andre, like right, but twenty years, five years ago.
0: And the goal was because it was VHS days that he would record when we left the house or set the timer to record. They were live shows. Yeah, and so we would hope to be on, right? (laughs) So there's some of those. Then there's him just appearing in places that you just can't believe it like on a news program. And then there's... Well, the last thing is is like when MTV used to go to the beach uh, and have big parties spring break at MTV. He went, this guy was like 30 at the time.
1: With all these 15-year-olds.
0: With these teens, and he's out there. What's okay. So so let's see uh, was that G. Oh, good.
3: By the way, not for marriage, but...
2: Just for a nice person.
0: Uh, I was wondering what John is doing now for.
2: Uh... Whoa! Oh, you're right? You okay? Quick, get lassie. <laughs> <laughs> so exciting to see the favorite stars.
0: They're falling out of their seats here in the audience.
2: Yeah, I make, I make Gary Hart look like a virgin, though, so I gotta be. <laughs> um... <laughs> oh, you do too, huh? <laughs> you okay? Uh, yeah. All right. What's your question? Um... I'll tell you what, yeah, why, why don't you sit down a little bit, we'll ask somebody else. Any more questions out here? <laughs> Sir, stand up, please. You had a question? <laughs> yes. I don't believe you. don't get, have a question. Don't you don't get, get you up. A,
3: Look at this. Get, this is why this man's coughing. It forget it. Perfume, it. You're finished, <laughs> buddy. You want to sing like Pia Zadar? you got to give those up. Go ahead. It's my preference. Oh, forget it.
5: <laughs> here on People Are Talking Live, it's a great experience being here live, right, guys? Yeah.
1: All you have to do. It's mainly a physical day. Woo! The feeling that I've got for you, baby. It makes me want to sing. Woo! I feel for you. State, State College, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania! Bally High. You came from Bally High. Bally High just for this festival. It's been in the papers over there for months now. And we made the special trip out here, the family and the kids. Um, We used to stay at his resort in Valley High, and that's where the promotion came from. The Brian Keith Resort? Yeah, yeah. And they sent us over here for the Philadelphia premiere. Good luck. Enjoy. I will, I will. Thank you very much. Go ahead, yes. Yeah, I'd like to say to this limp lumberjack over here... Yeah! Yeah! and a half, the teen curfew goes into effect. At that time, anyone under 17 must be off the streets unless, of course, they are exercising their First Amendment right of assembly. Working to rescue Mayor Toscano of course, this is all play. For about the past 15 minutes, and they are demonstrating their skills of what they would do in an actual emergency. They are using the job of life to extricate Mayor Toscano. Yo, I told
5: you, can't touch this. What's that in there, man?
3: Oh my God! I I (laughs) just—I cried. It's like the original troll. You were the original (laughs) troll, like.
0: And there's more.
3: Oh, so many! I love the one where he falls. Where you're asking
0: the question and he falls off. (laughs) It's It's so funny. And I, you know, not to make it super long, but you know, for a while, you just hear it's just they kept the shot on the guest who looks, like, just concerned. They didn't go back to him yet.
1: That <laughs> was make sure, okay. Make sure he's okay.
0: Yeah, they uh, were trying to get his chair back and everything. Uh, and then, you know.
1: But you recognize it was Richard Bay, because before he had his big New York show, he was here in
0: Philly. Right.
3: right. Hey, oh, yeah. I, yeah. I used to watch all those all those shows growing up. So. And just... then
0: he's just the irate.
1: You know, oh, yeah,
3: the what, what did you call oh, yeah. wet lumberjack?
1: Was Lymph lumberjack. 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 you know, what, do you remember him at all? Did you know Wally George? Ever hear yeah, of, of all
3: course. George? Oh, I, all, I was in Philly,
1: so all these people were on oh, your list. He's a California uh, uh, guy, and he's the father of Rebecca de Mornay. But he was this like he had a show, he was this staunch right Republican uh commentator long before like <laughs> you know, conservative talk radios and stuff. And he would come on, so I got on and just you know was one of his his uh his people yelling at the guests, yeah Michael so that's always a
3: nice treat, but will be like as we're going, Bill will be like, okay I got one, uh and you know, <laughs> yeah. just and just play a random clip, and then you see gene just popping in you know a news report yeah Jerry Pinnacoli,
1: too before
0: Michael he Oestring. Oestring. Oh, my. fellow Muppet performer uh Jenny Pinnacoli. That's right, Michael Pinnacoli. well guys, i uh you know we. Kept you probably long enough. Thank you for doing this. Thank really you. Awesome. I hope everybody enjoyed uh, listening and laughing a little bit.
1: It's nice to meet you guys. And, and now Zoom. we
0: get to spend more time in front of a Zoom. I'm sure this is exactly what you wanted to do on your weekend. <laughs> sit in front of a freaking computer. If,
3: if, if Jeff and I were not on the show, we would be on writing comments right now. So we're, we're, we're very proud <laughs> yeah. to be part of it. Truly. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. So thank you. Thank, thank you for you having us. Having we well, can't wait to see more. Yeah. yeah it's
0: coming. Suddenly. It's coming.
1: We're going to make it, right, guys? We're going to make
3: it. We're making it.
1: It seems like it's
0: happening.
3: <laughs> <laughs> At every
4: turn, I'm just like, is this happening? Is this happening? It's sort of, it's yes. It's happening.
3: Yeah. We're, uh, yep. It's coming yeah. together. So, uh, yeah. Weird Al. That's, uh, that's my takeaway. Is that the consensus? <laughs> that that's the experience. consensus. You know, I've pushing Weird one. Al. I'm the only right. one. Love to see other don't
0: people, one. <laughs> I'll see
1: you guys All right. tomorrow. All right. See you tomorrow. Okay, tomorrow. Right. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for doing yeah. it. Oh, we go. Oh, there you go. And here you go. Get out of here. How That's about those nice. guys? Cool.
2: Oh, it's nice
1: to do these every once in a while. I'm sorry, gang, that we don't do them every week like we used to, but there's just no time. So, she these you are got special visits. Hmm? got a new book coming that you're yeah. working on. Hey, you wanna,
0: where's that? Do I have here? No. You wanna show something?
1: I'll give you a quick CT. Yeah. This isn't isn't the bound version yet. It's just what they call F and G, which is a fold and gather. But this is coming out in October. I didn't Uh, illustrate this one, I just wrote this one. And uh, it's all about his childhood and how so many things that happened in his childhood became either thematic things or even direct things from his childhood that made it into his films and things like that. And what's so funny about the timing is that last summer he shot a film loosely based on his childhood, which is coming out in the fall. So at the same time, the book and the movie.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Well,
0: I mean, I just want to quickly thank – the studios for getting this show going too, ABC signature and the Muppet studio, of course, uh, and Disney plus obviously guys keep watching for them. I want to thank them for supporting us. It's just a great partners to have, you know, it's been really, really good. And those guys, I mean, now that they're gone, I can talk behind their backs. Uh, (laughs) but, um, it's been such a great experience. One of the best collaborations as far as writing that I can, you know? I mean, the last, the Muppet Haunted Mansion was a great one. That was a great experience. And this as kind of a series has been just a totally new thing. And it's new approach to it, you know, and feeling like the real, the the voices are the the, the characters are there from the get go, you know, Mm. which is amazing. And they're like, Jeff is a pun a minute, you know, and, and he's also got heart and, great ideas and he's a great writer and then adam
1: uh, as well is just a great writer has all he the done writers. anything else adam adam no <laughs> by the way sad. i wanted to you know what i didn't mention i wanted to get to it jeff uh an, an early project of his that i really loved and i'm sure many of you will appreciate it he was a writer and editor on the documentary um called uh, uh, uh i just put yeah. it here so i don't forget drew the man behind the poster all about drew struzan yeah I really yeah. love that. Yeah. yeah, and Adam did one on David Lynch. Um, oh, yeah, it's hard to well, just I'll really come cool. back. Maybe they'll come back, and
0: we can talk about other stuff besides this show.
1: You know.
2: Yeah. Um. The Beretta Brothers.
0: Oh, there he is, Scott.
1: See Scott in a while. He just—I just saw on Facebook—he ran some big marathon. But oh, really? Congratulations, Scott.
5: Wow. No. Awesome.
1: Oh,
0: um, you know what? Maybe I could give away one new um, new Muppet character on the show.
1: Go ahead. Go ahead because they're not even on anymore.
0: Should I?: Go ahead. It's: um... Thanks for listening.
1: We're a podcast and a podcast. You can listen or watch the episode.
0: Just go to the berettabrothers.com. That's B-A-R-R-E-T-T-A-Brothers.com. Please
1: subscribe, rate us, and we'd love to hear your comments. Thank you.